Hey, it's Kim Commando today, your daily podcast to keep you up to date with all things digital and beyond. And I'd love to have you be a part of our podcast. You can make an appointment to speak with me. Just head over to commando.com and on the top right, there's a button that says email Kim. Fill that out and that's it. Okay, I always like to start with something interesting. And let me ask you this question. When you look at a product's review over on Amazon, which do you think is better? A bunch of reviews and they're all five stars or a bunch of reviews that when they average, they come out to a 4.7. Well, as it turns out, that product with the 4.7 star review is going to have better sales because, well, people find that more credible. So I just wanted you to keep that in mind if you're selling products online or when you're looking at reviews, that if every review is five stars, it's the best thing I've ever seen in my entire life in the universe. It just might be phony. It might be rigged. And this brings up another great point, that we all have these sightings of UFOs. And I can tell you the one reason why the aliens have never, ever visited us it's because our solar system has received terrible reviews, horrible reviews. We only have one star. Mm-hmm. And on that happy note, welcome to the nation's largest and uh, award-winning show. That's right about all things digital. It's called The Kim Commando Show because, after all, I'm America's beloved digital goddess here with you once again. And you're about to get more tech smarts because every single thing now is a tech thing. And if you're a brand new listener, hey, welcome. We're so glad that you're here and if you're a regular listener, welcome back. And you can find The Kim Commando Show on over 420 top stations throughout the United States. And of course, we're streaming in your favorite radio app. Just search for my last name, Commando, with a K, of course. And you can find us as a podcast, as a webcast, 24-7 over at our website. That's getkim.com. Once again, that's getkim.com. And if you want to support our programming, make sure that you sign up for a membership over at getkim.com. It's just a few bucks a month. And you can also hear us on the American Forces Network Radio, serving more than 375,000 American servicemen and women in 175 countries and 200 ships at sea. And our T-Mobile Unlimited listener line is now open at one 825 is the way to join us. And if you're just too shy to come on a big-time show, I get that. You can drop me your question over on the website. It's the old-school way. Head to commando.com. And in the top right-hand corner, there's a link that says email Kim, and I read every single note that you send me. All right. Every single day, I go to the newswires. I visit 30 different websites to make sure that you're up to date on all things digital. And this is part of the show where I like to talk about what's happening in the news. And it was about a month ago, maybe more than that, I introduced all of you to ChatGBT. It's the first artificial intelligence powered search site that's free. And it's open to you and to me. And it's really the first challenger to Google and how Google can really finally be dethroned. Because when you use ChatGBT for an online search, instead of showing you all these different websites, and where your answer might be, we're going to call that the Google way, ChatGPT just gives you the answer right there on the page. And it reads like a human is actually talking to you. Well, now here comes mighty Microsoft with $10 billion. That's right. About a third of ChatGPT's value. And they want to team up. They've got the cash, the personnel, the marketing to take on Google. And if you haven't tried this ChatGPT yet, oh my gosh, do it while you're thinking about it. Go to openai.com and prepare to be amazed. Just answer, ask it like, for example, like, who is Kim Commando? And you'll see that the answer is really on target. All right, number two on our list of five things that you need to know is number two, look up in the sky. Where are the planes? What happened? Uh, right now, more than 7,000 aircraft are flying under the FAA's air traffic control system, a system that is using, believe it or not, 
40-year-old computers? Yes, and you thought that Windows XP was old. Well, since 2015, the FAA has been working to modernize this whole air traffic control system, and they're calling it ERAM, En Route Automation Modernization. Now, the full implementation is going to take place until 2029, but some of this hardware, as I mentioned, is, is really, really old. Well, this past week, a tech updated the system software that provides the last-minute critical safety information for all departing flights. A few line of codes, oh, no, what happened? The manager said, we got to reboot. They reboot. It doesn't come back up for 90 minutes. All departing flights had stopped. They tried to use a backup and guess what? Some of the files were corrupted. Uh, rut row, that's what happened. Uh, number three, wake up. Yes, yeah, Seattle's public schools, they've filed a surprising lawsuit against YouTube, TikTok, Meta, claiming that social media has wrecked the mental health of their students. All right, school's right. Long, the lawsuit <laughs> isn't right. Of course, social media has negatively impacted everyone, kids and adults, many as young as three. Uh, the lawsuit says that the social media algorithms cause anxiety, depression, eating disorders, cyberbullying, making it harder to educate the students. And they use the word purposefully, by the way. Now, keep in mind, social media is a legal product. So it's not really the school system going after social media. It's really like, where are the parents? Okay, You know, you got to watch your kids. You got to see what they're doing on social media. I mean, if you let your kids sit there and gorge on fast food and all of a sudden they get obese... Are you going to sue McDonald's or Burger King because you weren't watching your kids? Mm, not so much. Uh, number four on our list is more about kids, but they're what they're using instead of WebMMD. Uh, what they're using is TikTok. That's right. A paper published this past month says how this, these Gen Zers are hanging out on TikTok, and the content creators on TikTok are talking about their health. And then these kids are watching the TikTokers talk about their health. And then suddenly the kids think they have autism, ADHD, asthma, blood disorder, depression, personality issues. They're bipolar. The list goes on and on. So speaking of parents and kids, uh, just talk to your kids about how they're feeling, what's going on in their head. And remind them that a doctor went to medical school and these TikTokers probably didn't. And maybe they haven't been really diagnosed with this. Or better yet, use this analogy, especially because they're teenagers. What do pimples, okay, work with me on this. What do pimples and social media influencers have in common? Okay, all right. They both start off small, right? They randomly grow large. They explode. And then they leave a nasty scar until one day we forget that they were even there. And finally, this coming at number five, a cruel TikTok scam as you wondering, what the heck is going on with humanity? Well, a woman in California, her husband died. And she went to an online support group. And then she started watching some TikTok videos. And her name is uh, Joycelyn Cronin. And this is a horrible story, but I want you to know about it so you don't fall for the scam. Jocelyn lost her husband, John, in 2019. So she joined, as I said, a, a widower's community on TikTok. And she saw a TikTok post on a way, a different way that she could maybe honor her husband and have his memory there at any given moment, but he was cremated. So there was this video that was showing how an artist created a person's face using their ashes. So she said, wow, you know, this is really great. I would love to have a portrait of my husband using his ashes as memories, very special memory. 
So she reaches out to them and they say, yeah, you know what? This is great. Uh, just go ahead and send us your husband's ashes and, you know, make the payment 500 bucks and then we'll send you the portrait back. Well, instead of getting the portrait back, she got an email from this from whoever this person was and says, we have seized your loved one's ashes and you're going to need to pay us $3,756 to get them back. Okay. Ransomware using ashes. Now, Jocelyn says, I am not paying these scammers, but they haven't stopped hounding her about it. But all she has left of his ashes is some of this ashes left in a in an urn and a few of his ashes and a necklace that she wears every single day. I just hope there's a special place in hell for those people. All right, coming up, we have some great tips that you don't want to miss, like, for example, some big changes at Airbnb you need to know about, and also how to get some Zs with the best podcast and get some good sleep. And of course, we have all of your phone calls here on the Kim Commando Show. Hey, our T-Mobile Unlimited listener line is now open at one 825 is the way to join us. And if you have not already entered to win our $500 Amazon.com giveaway, you're missing out. Head over to commando.com slash win. That's commando.com slash win. And how about we start with Samantha in West Palm Beach, Florida. Hello there, Samantha. I used to work at a former company where um, I was bullied and um as a result, I just wasn't happy there, so I quit and left. And I noticed a few weeks after I left um, that my phone has been hacked, as well as my devices, my social media account, um, emails, and I suspect that it's former colleagues that I used to work with. So, of course, mm -hmm. I filed the police report. And um, they basically said there was really nothing they can do because, you know, once I put myself out on social media, you know, have access to my, you know, information. So they, they suggested that I basically just, you know, shut down my social media, change out my phone, phone number and whatnot. So sure. I went ahead and did what they said. And on top of that, um, I scrubbed my laptop, um, put a VPN on my phone, as well as my other devices. Um you know, have internet security on there, even changed out my router, my, you know, modem. And yet I still suspect that they are still hacking into my devices. So I've done everything I can and I'm not sure what additional stuff I need to do. So I'm reaching out for some assistance to kind of mitigate the situation. Wait, this must, this is really... A nightmare scenario, huh? I mean, this yeah. is this is time draining, emotion draining, and yes. Why, why do you think they're doing this to you? Um, it had a lot to do with you know when I was there. Um, there was a situation that occurred, and it got taken out of context. A comment I made, and you know, I you know did my best to you know you know, reach out to HR about it, you know, and, you know, try to mitigate the situation. But you what did know, you say? I, what was the what was the comment that you made? The comment that I made was um, basically it was a meeting and our boss was um, asking us about, you know, what was our favorite animal? 
or dog for that instance. And um, I basically said to them, you know, my favorite dog is a Shih Tzu because it's cute and small like me. Um, And they, of course, you know, took the comment out of context because at the time when I was saying it, I was directing it at somebody. And, um, of course, they were offended by it. And I totally apologize to the individual that I made that comment to. Um, And yet, it just end up spiraling out of control. Okay, this so, seems this seems pretty. I mean, this seems pretty lame. Sam. It is. I mean, for for a group of adults who are probably mm-hmm. educated to say, you know, we don't like that she likes a small, cute dog because she's small and cute. So we're gonna make her life a living hell. I mean, yeah. And so yeah. what? So so what are they doing now? Like I said, I suspect, like, that they have access to my devices. So, for instance, like, when I read my emails, you know, I would read it, and it doesn't make sense because, again, they're targeting based on the comment that I made in that meeting. Um, so, yeah. so when you say that the comments are on social media, are they leaving, like, dog pictures around? Or what, yeah, are, what makes you think much. that it's them? The fact that, like you said, like, if I would look at an ad, for instance, like, for instance, if I'm like maybe scrolling through um, maybe Apple News, for instance, I'm just going to use them, and I am reading an article. As I'm reading the article, I'm just going to use an example for like an ad that I'm looking at. You know, the ad looks misconfigured. It doesn't even look the same, you know? And, you know, it, it's kind of odd to me because I would think, like, the ad would be proportioned properly, you know, as I'm, you know, reading the, you know, article. So on that instance, I'm thinking, okay, I'm suspecting somebody has, you know, gone into my, you know, iCloud account. Another instance is where, you know, I was, like, maybe going into one of my, um, like, one of my, something I would maybe follow. So, for instance, mm-hmm. as I'm, like, maybe sure. typing in my email, and I would see totally different iCloud accounts, like, you know, how it auto-populates, and I would see different, you know, iCloud accounts that are not, I can't recognize, it's not, one of them is not mine. So, it's, like, those type of suspicions I have, like, someone else is logging into my account, you know, under a different, you know, you know iCloud account, well, you know, or email. Well, yeah, but they're not, but if they're, you know, if somebody's typing in a different iCloud account, they're not getting into your account. Okay? They're they're logging in, and if nobody else has access to your computer, well, that's a that's a red flag. So let's go through real quickly everything that you've done, and mm-hmm. then maybe we have some ideas afterwards. Okay, so okay. so you've canceled. So so you've canceled. Have you gotten a new iCloud account? Yes. Okay, so you have a new iCloud account. You're not using uh-huh. the same passwords. You no. have a new modem. You have a new router. Yes. Okay. yes. Uh, did you did you get a new cell phone? Yes, I did. Okay, so you got and a new, a new phone, phone did number, you, did, and you got a new phone number. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you're you've changed all the passwords to all your accounts. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. And and you've changed the login password to your laptop, even though you have a new laptop. We're going to make sure we're not mm-hmm. doing all that. You have yes. some new social. You have new social media accounts that don't look or tie to anything that you had in the past, right? Yes. You know, Sam. I just want you to take a deep breath, and if you still feel that this may be happening, then you have to go to 
a higher authority than me. You have to go talk to somebody who's who may be in a different place in order to help you. But I can tell you from security standpoints, I, I think you think you've got yourself in a pretty good spot and I wouldn't worry about it. Sam, thank you for your call. You know, I have to tell you something. I get so many calls and questions about people who think that they're being hacked. And sometimes they are really being hacked and sometimes they are really being tracked. But sometimes their mind is doing tricks. And I'd love to hear from a therapist or a counselor who can provide support and guidance uh, with me for these people. And if you are such that person, just drop me a note on the website with some of your tips and also a way that I can get a hold of you. Hey, stay right where you are. We have more of your phone calls and more tips, tricks, and secrets you don't want to miss here on the Kim Commando Show. Okay, we have a tip coming up in just a few moments. All about signs that your phone or computer is infected with a keylogger. And let's see, back to the phones we go with Colleen in Orlando, Florida. Yeah, I'm just super psyched to talk to you. I've been listening to you for years and years and years and you're i'm a fan and i'm nervous and excited to talk to you (laughs) okay don't be nervous just pretend it's just you and me and six million other people listening that's all sounds good okay so i have two uh, young adult children who have uh created organic large followings on social media one is a wildlife photographer, and the other is a musician, surfer, uh, hair care type uh, Mm -hmm. stuff, and they have a huge following. Um, In uh, in TikTok, my son is up to 1.5 million followers, my daughter up to 88.4 thousand, and then on Instagram, my son, 231,000. Um, my daughter is increasing as we speak, but she's at 5,921. They have a lot of engagement, a uh, lot of commenting, and uh, my son in particular, the, the, the following has created more traffic on his website, and he sells a lot of his okay. You know, let me let me tell you. I've I've looked at your kids' accounts because you sent me an email. Uh, yeah, thank you. Okay, let me. Number one, your son looks like Casey from Yellowstone. It's That's strikingly thing that has gained him a lot of uh, a lot of popularity. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty crazy. He needs to. He needs. Yeah, I mean, he needs to say, "Here I am in Yellowstone, and here are the bison." Okay, that you see on the show, <laughs> and then your daughter. Oh my gosh, her hair is amazing. It oh, is. Thank it's, you. Thank you. Yeah, and it's, she's it's beautiful. and she's beautiful. You can tell she's beautiful inside and out when she, when you listen to her she videos. Is. She's she's very cute. Well, congrats to you on a, being a great mom. And now you're trying to figure out how to take them to the next level on social, right? Well, a lot of people have told us that they should be making a lot of passive income on this because of their following, and and that's not happening. And we're we're not a real technologically savvy family, so. Just uh, wondering if you have any tips on that. Okay. Well, a couple of things is number one. You mentioned TikTok. Um, with TikTok, there are some ways that they can just apply to be a part a, to be a creator on TikTok, and we're going to send you a link to that. And there are some requirements, like you have to have at least ten thousand followers, which we have, and then at least a hundred thousand video views in the last thirty days, which they have. Okay. So mm-hmm. this is so that's just a gimme that we're just going to go ahead and do that. The next okay. step is 
is that many influencers in their bio, they'll say, you know, open for sponsorship opportunities. And so maybe mm-hmm. with your son, some of these posts that are in Wyoming or whatever it may be, is that we could have sponsored posts. And that's where brands will pay to have their products featured in front of your son or daughter's audience. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so it's going to be a unique promo code, a link, and they're, they're going to have to the, – the advertising companies will track the success of the campaigns. Um, another mm-hmm. thing that some influencers do are it's affiliate marketing. So let's say your daughter has a line of hair care products that she likes on Amazon, is that she can mm-hmm. just create herself an Amazon account, use those affiliate links, and then anytime somebody buys something uh, on Amazon, she'll get some money back. There's also uh, brand deals, collaborations, and this is where they host events. Maybe your son might want to host a Nikon wildlife photography party or something like that. And mm-hmm. uh, and create custom content that is part of a brand deal or collaboration. Merch is so big with these influencers. Matter of fact, my son uh, is a goes to USC and he was wearing a green sweatshirt. I was Facetiming last night and I said, you know, wow, that's a really great sweatshirt you have on. He goes, oh yeah, I bought it from some YouTube dude. Okay, mm-hmm. he bought it from mm-hmm. some YouTube dude. And I said, well, how much was the sweatshirt? He's like, oh, forty five bucks. Okay. You and mm. I both know that that sweatshirt probably cost that YouTube dude about $8, okay? Mm-hmm. But so he's selling it through YouTube, which, you know, if the kids are not already on YouTube, I would encourage them to just make sure that they also have YouTube channels. I know they like to hang out on TikTok, but let's make sure that we have all the social covered. Um, yeah, they you know, can I, didn't, have, I didn't send you their YouTube. Uh, my son is at 6.8 thousand subscribers, but that... They haven't given a lot of attention to YouTube. Yeah, but yeah, because you know to, what? Yeah. They're because yeah, they're they're focused on TikTok. But whatever they put on TikTok, just have them shoot it over to YouTube. That's all. It's that mm-hmm. easy. Uh, but yeah. with the merch, they they have like I mentioned, clothing. Uh, there's beauty products, makeup products. There's eBooks. There's courses. And then another way that they can make some money is by saying that I can consult you on how to make your own YouTube or TikTok account with one million mm-hmm. followers. And so they they could be some different coaches. But just remember that the influencers, they get paid on metrics, and everything now is trackable. And the metrics are reach, engagement, and conversions. That's reach. Mm-hmm. You just have to remember that. Reach, engagement, and conversion. So how many people are we reaching? How many people are we engaging? But the real key is the ROI. How many conversions are we getting? Okay. Mm. So So there's a whole business behind all this. But again, in their bio, they can say, you know, open for branding deals or whatever it may be. You know, look, have them look and see what other, the bigger ones, what they have in their bio and mm-hmm. or a couple of lines. Now, just keep in mind, I'd warn them both that when you put that, the scammers come out of the woodwork. And so mm-hmm. what, whatever they get, you always have to make sure, you know, tell them you're not paying money to make money. And mm-hmm. in maybe just in the beginning, you just kind of, Colleen, you just take a look at everything, just be the sanity check. Mm-hmm. And because you've got more life experience, you don't have to have tech experience. I'm talking about life experience. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. You, you, you know, and you've been around long enough that if your gut tells you that it's no good, it's probably no good. And if you have any questions about whether or not it's legit, you know, just keep in mind, you can always Give me a call back. And uh, Colleen, tell the kids I said hello. Tell them to like, hey, hello, tag me once in a while. 
I would appreciate that. And that would be pretty sweet. Colleen, once again, thanks for your call and your kind words and for listening for the show and trusting me with uh, some advice for your own kids. Okay, here's a joke you can tell your favorite nerd friends. Okay, you ready? How can you tell the difference between an influencer on social media and a computer tech? Okay, how can you tell the difference between an social media influencer and a computer tech? Ask them to pronounce the word B-I-O-S. That's right. Just ask them. Ask them to pronounce that word B-I-O-S. All right. Hackers and scammers are a constant threat. We hear about it. And these keyloggers, programs that record every single thing that you do. Employers are using them to monitor worker activity. Parents are using them to keep tabs on their kids. But crooks and maybe stalkers and hackers are using them to steal from you. So how do you know if they're really there? Okay, keyloggers can be hard to find, but most antivirus programs will pick them up. But some keyloggers are being updated with all new ways to outsmart detection. You may have to do a little digging. And so you might start looking and searching for your computer for names like Refog or SpyTech or Revealer, Artemax, WinSpy, Spyrix, Danusoft. Okay, don't worry if you missed any of those names. I'm going to tell you exactly where you can get the entire list. And then we're going to walk you through, if you do find them, how to remove these programs on your Mac and also on your PC. But what about your phone? Is your phone running slow? Is it running hot? Is the battery draining faster than usual? Maybe you start seeing some apps that you don't know where they came from. Well, it could be signs that you have a keylogger, you have some malware on your phone. Another sign is that if your phone is start using some high data usage, something suspicious may be going in the background, maybe some unexplained charges on your bills and some pop-up ads. So we're going to tell you how to look for those as well as to remove those type of apps on your Android and phone, but, you know, on your Android and your iPhone, rather. Uh, but you want to avoid the problem before it even begins. Always keep your devices up to date. Be careful of opening any links, clicking on any ads, because some of these links might actually be secretly installing a keylogger on your system. Use two-factor authentication. Only download apps from official stores like Google Play and the Apple Store. And really, just be very, very careful. If you get anything on your system, any email, whatever it may be, I want you to always remember our mantra, okay? It's our mantra here. We, we came up with it on the Kim Commando Show. I want you to stop and think. Don't click that link. I want you to remember this at all times when you get something that is unexpected. You don't know where it came from. It looks legit, but maybe it's not. I just want you to don't go so fast. I want you to stop and think and don't click that link. All right. For more information about this, as well as all the steps, the list of the programs that I mentioned, just head over to commando.com. And there on the, on the homepage, there's a link that says Kim's show. And that's where you find all those direct links. All right. You want to stay right where you are because we have more of your great phone calls, as well as a tip that has to do with men and putting your phone in your pocket. Why that is just a really, really bad idea in today's times. And of course, you have more of me. You wouldn't want to miss that. Kim Commando. Hey, just a quick reminder that if you're not getting the Kim Commando podcasts, what are you waiting for? Come on, you get Kim Commando today is our Monday through Friday podcast. But I will tell you, Friday's a little bit different on the Kim Commando Today podcast. Friday is when, well, we take a, well, I guess you'd say an irrelevant look at technology. And Allie's on board as well as Matt, and we talk about what's happening on the internet, and we have our what-the-heck headline of the week, our trivia, 
uh, some tips and some news. And again, that's Kim Commando today, Monday through Friday, wherever you get your podcast, just search for Commando with a K, of course. Yes, that's K-O-M-A-N-D-O. All right, Philip in Chancellor, Alabama. Hi there, Philip. Okay, so I recently had to get a new TV and I bought a Hisense. It's a okay. Chinese brand, Chinese built. And, and with all the recent security concerns, do I need to be concerned about hooking this up to my network? And if so, what kind of precautions do I need to take? Very good question, Philip. You get a gold star today. Okay. Um, Yay! Head of the class. Yay. Uh, you know, these Internet of Things, there's really no security standards, so to speak. And I'm not just talking about smart TVs. I'm talking about cameras and light switches and everything else under the sun, sprinklers, even the smart crock pots and refrigerators and washers and dryers and things like that. Uh, and I'm all for a smart home, but I want you to put them all on a guest network so that this way your Internet of Things, your smart TV, doesn't have access to your main network that may have access to, say, where you do all your banking, for example. Um, also on the TV is that you may have something called remote management, and that would allow you to manage your TV remotely. So I would turn that off uh, so that this way nobody can go into the network through the, your, your television. I know somebody's listening right now going, Kim, it's a TV. I know, but it's a computer. That's all it is. Your TV is just a computer now. Uh, and believe it or not, you can put a VPN on your TV. And so if so it's a smart TV, and so you can put a VPN, it will encrypt the Internet connection and protect your privacy while you're using the smart TV. Uh, and so, and finally, you know, just be careful about third-party apps that you put on the TV. And mm -hmm. if there's some built-in Hisense apps, maybe you don't use those. Mm -hmm. You download Netflix and wherever you, you know, from, uh, you know, from the Google Play Store or what have you. And mm -hmm. so, and another thing that a lot of people are doing, even with their social, with their, pardon me, with their streaming accounts, is they're setting up a separate username and password, separate email address and password for all the streaming accounts that, that's not tied to their primary email account. And so, like, for example, if you have a Gmail account, let's say you're, you're the best-looking guy named Philip ever in Alabama at gmail.com, okay? And so, okay. so with your Netflix account, it would be the best-looking guy named Philip, Philip from Alabama, and then you put a plus Netflix, and then at Gmail, because anything after that plus sign is that Google ignores. So this way you have separate email addresses for all your accounts, but it's still going to your primary. And if you're not using Gmail, there's always ways to do it on the other one. So, you know, secure your wireless network, put it on a guest network, um, disable the remote management, put on a VPN if you'd like, and make sure that you update the firmware too. A lot of people don't realize that when they get a brand new TV. And Philip, once again, thank you for your call. You know, just having a guest network is a darn good idea, really, because uh, it can actually, as I mentioned, help separate devices from the main network and to this whole Internet of Things that doesn't have any security standards. It also lets you set a bandwidth management. So you could have two networks, and maybe if it was a guest network just for people who are visiting, you can only allocate a certain amount of bandwidth to them. And then really there's the whole convenience factor. So let's say you have guests come over. Well, there's a couple of ways you could let them know about your Wi-Fi network name and password. You can always create, I love this, you create a QR code. Go to QR code monkey, 
and then just type in your network name and password, and then you put a QR code on the refrigerator or what have you, and then guests can just use their phone and then sign right into the network. They don't need to tell them anything, just they just put their phone up there. But in addition to that, if you had a guest network and you didn't want to give away a QR code or anything like that or make it, is that it makes it really easy for a guest to connect to the internet with them not having to ask you, what's the password to your Wi-Fi network? And you're like, mm, I don't really know what that is. I haven't had to enter that in a long time. All right, so make that QR code or just put it on a guest network. Okay, if you're a young man who someday wants a family or perhaps expand the family that you have, uh, there's a new danger from your smartphone I need to pass along. Researchers in South Korea, where many of the world's smartphones are made, They've discovered that low-level radio frequency electromagnetic radiation that the phone constantly emits, even when you're not talking, even when you're not texting, can damage your brain, your heart, and your endocrine system, which is why I'm an advocate of never putting the phone right up to your ear. Now, for young men who are putting their phones in their pockets, research confirms that there's a definite link between cell phone use and decrease in sperm mobility, viability, and concentration. So... The issue is how and where you're carrying your phone. Holding it in your hand is convenient. Carrying in your pocket, even your back pocket, though, can cause some damage. Hey, you know, don't keep the, all this tech know-how a secret. Tell three friends about this show because every single thing is now a tech thing. And you can find me 24-7 over at commando.com.